Hello and welcome back to another episode of League Talk, the podcast all about coaching, management and all things League of Legends. My name is AJ and on today's episode we're going to be talking about something super, super interesting. It's called burnout. Now, obviously we're going to go through tackling what burnout is, why it's poor, why it's negative, how it's such an issue in esports and then potentially future-proofing and in-the-moment ways of stopping this and making sure it doesn't happen and then a little bit of a conclusion as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to get straight into it. Um, as you can see, if you're watching the video, if you're not, if you're listening to the podcast, you won't be able to see this. But uh, my hair's wet. I've just come back from a run this morning. I've uh, documented bits and parts of my day on my uh, Instagram story. So if you're interested in that, then uh, head on over to at league underscore talk on Instagram. Um, I sometimes do a little bit of coaching tips on there. So if it's of interest, have a little look. If not, not a problem. So let's get straight into the uh, the meat of it all. So let's talk about what burnout is. And you often hear this in sort of creator spaces like YouTube and Twitch and things like that. You say, oh, I'm so burnt out. But really what it is, is it's an emotional and physical, as well as a mental exhaustion, normally through stress or repetition. Um, so the reason people in the YouTube space get it is because it's so stressful because they've got to get uploads on certain times. It's so stressful because they've got to do daily content or you know their, their routine is exactly the same for a really extended period of time. So it can cause this idea of burnout and it sort of manifests in lots of different ways and, and, and here's, here's why it's negative and here's how it manifests. It can massively affect your mood. You can get some really big sort of mood swings and highs and lows. Um, your productiveness goes down massively and happiness in your workspace and just sort of what you're doing can generally take a massive hit as well. But uh, for those in esports, why is this such a massive issue? And why is this something that you hear in League of Legends specifically? So-and-so got burnt out, they're having to take a X amount of weeks rest, something along those lines. Um, the reason it's such a massive issue in esports is because esports is an industry of hours. Now, this isn't necessarily a really famously coined term, but this is something that I use an awful lot to describe what esports is and how practice is. And what I mean by that is just the sheer amount of time spent with the environment of solo queue and, and, and the environment of scrimming and practicing, the sheer amount of time spent is one of the most important factors to be the best. Now, something that's been a recurring theme in this podcast has been the, the hours practiced and 10, 12, 14, 16, in some cases, hours per day of playing this game. Um, and if you think about how it manifests and why it's negative and what burnout is, that's blatantly obvious as to how it can negatively affect people, right? So doing ev anything every day for this long, especially with the environment of solo queue and what we're used to of going into uh, the game and, and playing by yourself and playing with nine random people, um, can quite easily cause burnout, especially if you're practicing for pro play or trying to go pro. Um, this can easily happen for you in solo queue or for those who play the game constantly in the pro scene. If I'm trying to get pro and I'm playing 10 hours a day, um, then I'm going to be battered by these people and physically, not necessarily, but emotionally battered by these people while I'm playing this game. So in layman's terms, burnout can cause people to not want to play the game. Um, and as an industry of ours, this is a real, real issue. Um, it's important to ensure that you're continuously playing the game and continuously improving. And if you can't play the game, you can't improve. And if you're burnt out, you can't play the game. So you kind of want to nip that at the bud. And we're going to talk about ways of stopping burnout and ways of, uh, of dealing with it if it happens. So let's not forget that League of Legends is also not really anything like traditional sports in terms of the way the game is 
uh, laid out and stays, if that makes sense. So in League of Legends, the game doesn't stay the same comparative to football. Now, if we look at football or soccer, depending on where you're listening from, it has pretty much been the same for hundreds of years now. Um, despite some small changes about the offside rule or VAR is a new thing that's come into football. Um, but League of Legends is changing pretty, pretty massively every two to four weeks. Um, therefore, staying on top of the game and understanding what's going to happen, where the game's going to go, what's good, what's bad, what's the right champions is really, really important. Um, it doesn't really give you an advantage as such at the moment, but what it does do is if you don't do it, it gives you a massive disadvantage. So by now, playing the game this much and understanding the game at a high level in the way that the professional players do is really, really important because if not, you fall behind. And let's not forget that there's always someone nipping at your heels trying to get into your starting spot on team um, so therefore for all of these reasons avoiding burnout is so important so we spoke about it for avoiding it so you can get good practice avoiding it so you don't get overtaken and um, just for your happiness generally as well is a really important reason but how to stop it if it happens now future proofing is an idea that things I do today are going to make me a better person or make me feel better in a week or in two weeks or a month's time um, so that's one thing that can be really, really good for burnout. But there's other things that are in the moment, if you're feeling burnout, things you can do that uh, lessen the effects, lessen the negative side effects of burnout. So the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, desire and reward statements. Now, this is something come, that comes from a book called The Mental Edge by Kenneth Baum, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's a relatively old book. Uh, I think it was the 90s, late 90s it was uh, released, or early 2000s, I'm not entirely sure. But it's held really, really well. Um, I'm going to do a complete episode on this book when I get round to finishing it. I'm pretty much pretty much done with the book, but uh, when I get round to finishing it, I'm going to do a whole episode on the, the benefits and why people should read this book if they're in this scene. Um, but the ideas from this book are not too dissimilar from the just general ideas of goal setting, and we've spoken about that in the past. Um, goals, or lack thereof, can be the cause of burnout. Now, desire statements and reward statements is the way I preface this. So what is a desire statement and how do we create one? So a desire statement is where you want to be. It's your desire. Um, so you have to create it and make sure that it's smart. So we've talked about this before, specific, measurable, attainable, uh, realistic, and time-based. You have to make sure that the desire statement ticks all of those boxes. And then off that, creating a reward statement to help you understand why you're doing this or where you're trying to get to is super helpful. <clears throat> so an example of this, my desire is to be a pro gamer, not mine personally, but uh, for some people, I, my desire is to be a professional gamer. So that's your desire statement. Now that's really, really broad, um, probably not smart. Uh, you could say my desire is to be a pro gamer within the next 12 months, or my desire is to be masters within six months, something along those lines. Um, as long as you're hovered around plat diamond, I don't think that's not attainable, so that's probably a smart goal there. The reward is to be able to do something I love for a living and to be able to play video games. So if you want to be a pro player, the reward is that. It could also be money for some people. That is a reward statement. Um, but another way to do this is to write them down and keep them in a place where you're going to see them. So what this does is it gives perspective and it keeps the aim and goal in mind. And another way to keep that aim or goal in mind is to literally write it down and put it in front of you. So you might have it in this scenario here. I might have it, I've got a board behind this camera and I might pop my desire statement and reward statement on the board so I see it. I might put it on a post-it note and stick it at the bottom of my computer. I might have it as my wallpaper, uh, my background on my phone or my computer or my PC. 
Um, so creating goals is a really, really good way to stop burnout because it gives you something to go towards rather than uh, just mindlessly playing the game for 12 hours. If you're setting goals, burnout's less likely to happen because you're consistently trying to improve and on top of that, you're trying to get yourself to an end. So it's about creating that means and that end. And what the reward statement does for that end, which is the desire statement, um, is it keeps you on track, it keeps you understanding why you're doing what you're doing, which is really positive for the mindset. Um, so that's really the first one to stop burnout, is, uh, is a future-proofing of desire and rewards, reward statements. It's basically goal setting and making sure that your goals are properly set, short-term, medium-term, long-term, having desire statement and reward statements, and making sure they're smart is a really good way to do it. Um, but you know, a lot of people struggle with setting goals, so if you do want any help, then just get in contact with me. It's at League Talk Show on Twitter. Um, but the next thing that we're going to talk about is making sure you're eating well. Now, nutrition is something that's so underrated, and people really don't get it as to why nutrition is going to be one of the biggest things. And in any sports, you do have a lot of people um, who are starting to bring in nutritionists, health advisors, things like that. But it's going to be something that's massive, and people need to understand that and need to start factoring it in to what they're doing. Now, nutrition is of the utmost importance throughout your working day. And that's what playing solo queue for 12 hours a day should be seen as. It should be seen as your working day. You clock on, you clock off. Um, because I think that's the healthiest way to do it. And you start to see that a little bit more where gaming houses are, are dissipating and um, the TL Alienware facility is people come into work and play for the day and then leave and go home. So it's kind of just like a working day and I believe it should be seen that way. But making sure you're eating balanced meals that can give sustainable energy and keep you pushed through the day is really important. So making sure you have plenty of fruit and veg. The other really important thing is water. Making sure you drink loads and loads of water. We've been through what the benefits of drinking water is on a recent episode. Um, I believe it was the Q&A episode. It was a really, really good episode, that one, if I do say so myself. It was super value-driven. Um, so if you can find that, I can't quite remember off the top of my head what uh, episode it was. I want to say 32, but I don't think it was. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely have a, have a read over that. But basically, just drink water. Uh, make sure you have one to two to three liters of water every day, depending on how much you drink currently um, but making sure you do that is really important and one really good way to do that is to have the bottle uh, next to your computer so while you're playing throughout the day making sure that's there and just have a sip every now and again when you remember um, make sure that you don't do this at your computer basically so I've talked about water being at your computer but nutrition and eating don't do it at your computer you've had 12 hours of practice during the day um, this is to do with environment and we're going to touch a little bit more on environment in the, in the next part um, but also giving yourself time to do uh, other things and taking 20 minutes to eat, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, um, to go and eat uh, and chill and maybe be at a table and do nothing or listen to music or talk to someone um, will be more beneficial than sitting at the computer. And that uh, sort of isolation in esports of being at your computer the whole time is another way to really cause burnout. So making sure you break that up nicely and eat your meals at the desk, not at the desk, sorry, and at a table. Uh, somewhere away from your computer, you know, ideal situations. We'll talk about that with the environment. And that's actually our next topic. So we've spoken there about eating and making sure your nutrition is good, making sure you've got uh, healthy, balanced meals. Um, if you want information on that, there's so much government advice on uh, balanced meals. So just give that a Google. Um, but basically, my recommendation, I've got a, uh, an award in nutritional advising. Um, so my piece of advice is at least one third of your plate, every meal should be veg. Um, or fruit. Now, easier said than done, of course, but that's the sort of the right way to do it, in my opinion. But you know, 
it's different for everyone if you can do half of half of your plate is veg that's the best but uh, not always very easy but talking about changing our environment now now we've spoken about the importance of your immediate environment by by uh, by that i mean your desk and for those in the esports scene um not making your desk and making your routine the same every day is somewhat important obviously routines and structure is really really good um, but making sure that you're not 12 hours at your desk non-stop <laughs> is really key. So changing your environment is super, super important. In esports, as we've spoken about earlier, in uh, as an industry is an industry in hours, and where you're playing the game for multiple hours every day, it, it can be taxing. So making sure that you aren't in the same space all the time is important, as that as well can cause burnout. Changing your environment is a way to restrict burnout. Um, so taking breaks throughout the day, watching a stream elsewhere. So maybe you do your gaming in your bedroom and if you go downstairs into the kitchen and just watch a stream for a little bit or you can go and listen to music or just spend um, some time in a different space. Now it's really, really difficult because most people um, are confined to a smaller space. They'll probably have their, their, their set up in their bedroom. They'll sleep there, they'll wake up, they'll roll into their chair and they'll roll back into bed uh, and at some point shovel some food in um, but the, in an ideal world you'd be playing your games in one space and then doing everything else in your life in a different space uh, in my opinion anyway um, so that that would be my piece of advice try and break it up so um, to avoid burnout just don't sit at your computer for 12 hours go outside like go for a run maybe do some exercise things like that something we're going to talk about a little bit later um, so changing your environment can be really really important and that is both future proofing and really good for the immediate effect. So if I'm burnt out, not staying at my computer is a really good way to diminish the effects of burnout. Um, and not being at your computer 24 seven is a good way to future-proof against that. Um, so there are rituals and routines that we're gonna talk about now that, uh, that you can put in place to avoid burnout. Now, as, as aforementioned, burnout can arise from stress and lots of decision-making. Um, so rituals and routines are really, really good to stop unnecessary decisions um, just at its root, at its cause. Um, this could be organizing your morning routine where you wake up at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. or maybe in gaming it's like 10 a.m. Um, make a cup of tea or coffee, meditate or exercise for a given amount of time and then start your day. It could be something really simple like that. It could be that you get out of bed, you wash your face, you brush your teeth, you go downstairs, you make a cup of coffee and on your way. Um, it could be as simple as just trying to wake up and get to sleep at the same time. Um, so you wake up at 7, you go to sleep at 11. It's that 8-hour window. It's really, really good for that. Or even giving yourself something weekly to sort of help your mindset, such as a massage or a run. Um, just something building in that takes a decision out. You just have to do it. You do it and it's fine and you're happy with doing it. Um, that will make you feel a lot better as well. Again, rituals and routines, that's something that's future-proofing. If I go for a massage every week, chances are I'm less likely to get burnt out. Um, if I go for a run every week, that's also the case. But if I am um, burnt out, trying to put a ritual in there is going to be really good as well. And then last but not least, super little quick one, <clears throat> sort of under this like umbrella of stress management techniques. Um, so the two main ones that I like talking about is exercise and breathing, sort of meditation. I prefer the term breathing. Um, I'm not super, super good at meditating. So breathing is the better one for me. So for exercising regularly, um, we spoke a bunch about this on performance coaching uh, part one, which was one of the little mini series that I did on the podcast. Um, but that breaks down like a really good techniques and ways for us to exercise and a bunch of different stuff and the benefits of it. 
and why that's going to be really good for burnout it doesn't go into detail on that but any exercise is just really good for mentality so adding in regular exercise is going to be really really good for burnout um, again future proofing and something you can do at the time so if you're burnt out going for a run is a really good way going and lift some weights if you're into that sort of stuff is super good as well and then breathing and meditation one good technique for that is um, I like to use the 313 method or the 414 um, which basically means you intake for three seconds you hold for one second and then you push out for three seconds as well um, so it's a really good simple way of doing it uh, breathing and meditation tends to be more uh, firefighting than something you do uh, as a future proofing technique but yeah so those are the sort of things that we've gone over there we've gone over um, a bunch of different stuff desire and reward statements a form of goal setting um, making sure you're eating well changing your environment rituals and routines and then exercise and breathing as stress management techniques so to conclude burnout is an overly negative thing in this podcast we've given a bunch of different ways to recognize and avoid burnout and at worst, what to do to reduce, reduce the effects of it. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not listen to some more? <laughs> there are 37 other episodes and a mini-series all around League of Legends. Some educational content, some interviews, understanding the industry, and chatting to some really, really interesting people. So find League Talk on all your favourite podcasting platforms. And if you enjoy it, tell someone. Get in contact with me as well. There's a, there's a great way to do it. If you, if you think this podcast is really good, tell one friend. That's a super nice way for me. Uh, nothing would give me more happiness than reaching more people. Uh, just I do this as a, something that hopefully I can give value to people about, and it's just something that I love talking about. Um, so for me, this is just a passion project, and it's going really, really well for that. So thank you all for listening. If you want to get in contact, you can find my personal Twitter at aj underscore esports or you can find me on the podcast which is at league talk show that has changed it used to be league talk blog but now it's at league talk show so thank you ever so much for listening i hope you have a wonderful day um and we will catch you next time